Welcome to Box Cutters episode 21. It's a lot better than having a cat spew on you. My name is Josh Canal. Sitting to my left, Mr. Ross McQueen. Ahoy hoy. And to my right, Brett Cropley. Good evening, viewers. And may I say, just before we start, Josh, you're looking very handsome today. Oh, well, thank you. Thank you, Ross. <laughs> he always looks exceptionally handsome. <laughs> I, he's one of the most handsomest men I know. That's true, that's true. But he doesn't always ask for us to comment on air. <laughs> I actually I just thought it would make him uncomfortable. <laughs> I did. Uh, I did. I did say before the show. Brett said, uh, oh, "I was going to say something," and so my initial response was, "Was it how handsome I am?" <laughs> and then I just ended up talking about myself for about five minutes because <laughs> I'm so excellent and handsome. Have we mentioned that? <laughs> Big show this week. Huge show. Huge show this week. Uh, we've uh, we've got the return of uh, a, a couple of our favourite segments. Yep. Of course, we've got the news. Uh, we've, uh, we've we've got a little bit of conversation about some important news that's happened during the week. Very important news. Uh, Crap TV is back. We love that. We do. Some I don't buy it. Well, we don't actually love Crap TV. No, we, we love the segment. We do. We don't love the we fact... We think we're so freaking good talking about Crap TV. <laughs> we, we, lo- we, love, we love venting. Yeah, well, who doesn't? Mm-hmm. Who doesn't? Ducks, oh, we try not to do ducks it Ducks love venting. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I don't buy it. So, you know, a, a return of uh, letters to box cutters, which is great because I made that theme ages ago and we've only used it like once or twice. I think once was for spam. But we've had so <laughs> many emails in it. Hooray at boxcutters.net. Well, yeah, that we've, we've had to bring it back. So mm-hmm. thank you very much for your emails. And uh, also the return of quotes. That's all coming up later on in Box Cutters. It's all about television. We love it right now. Here's the news. And now for the news. The ABC has asked the government for more money. Oh, yes. Quite a bit more money. Quite a bit more money. They, uh, they want $38.4 million from the government in the three-year funding cycle beginning in 2007, which is next year, for those of you, you know, listening a year <laughs> later, for no good reason. <laughs> thought you were going to say for people listening last year. Well, that, that would have been confusing. That would have been very confusing. Uh and so its budget will be $1.73 million if... Uh, sorry, $1.73 billion. That, that, that makes a lot more sense. Uh, it's uh, the uh, managing director, Russell Balding, who is leaving shortly, mm-hmm. possibly to find some more hair. Yeah. Pun on his joke. Loved it. <laughs> uh, he said that uh, while the ABC has continually demonstrated that it is an efficient broadcaster, costs are growing at a faster rate than increases from the government's current funding model. It sounds a lot like the uh, government's uh, welfare packages as well. <laughs> costs increase much faster than the funding can come in. Uh, so that's interesting. I wonder if the, uh, if the government's going to okay that or if they're just going to go, no one watches the ABC. Yeah. Which has been their response for the last seven years. Yeah. And, uh, well, we all know it could really use the money. I suspect they're probably, uh, yeah, asking the wrong government. 
Yeah, pro- probably. There mm. are uh, there are at least five more panel shows that the ABC could be producing <laughs> that that they're not. But this is to uh, this is to produce more uh, non-panel shows. I'm assuming. Well, speaking of which. ABC has a mystery show that uh, is still under wraps, but is going to be slotted into the 6.30 time slots on weeknights in that uh, very important lead-in to the news time slot. Used to have uh, a very good show called George Negus Tonight until they decided they didn't want him anymore and he went back off to SBS. And uh, and then last year they had a whole range of panel shows. How the Quest spot. Was Won, uh, which was uh, produced in Perth and pretty freaking crap. Uh, this is... So, are, are they bringing back the Oz game? No, no. Uh, Press your luck. The only thing we know about the show <laughs> is it's called Can We Help? Or Can We Help? Oh. Uh, and it's going to be running for 28 weeks from next month. Wow. It sounds like a, a you know an ABC version of You Asked For It. It will feature a revolving <laughs> panel of experts... Who will offer advice on viewers' problems. A revolving panel. That'll be exciting to watch. Yeah. <laughs> will it be revolving live during the episodes? Mm. <laughs> takes, me, takes me back to uh, oh, 21st Century Dance Club. Uh, Dan and Braxton <laughs> with the revolving dance floor. That also had a plasma ball on it. <laughs> and uh, in, in similar, we want money news, uh, PBS in the United States uh, is going to have some of its uh, government budget cut. Oh, okay. Really? Yeah. Did oh. they have much to begin with? Uh, don't they? Don't they have a shitload of uh, corporate sponsorship? They've, they've got. A, they've got things? a lot of sponsorship, but they also do have some government money. And this comes uh, just in when they uh, got a brand new head at PBS. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, okay. So uh, you know, it's going to be interesting to see what happens with that. Maybe there'll be even less Sesame Street and more Elmo's World. Yeah, maybe that'd be a shame. Uh, we're uh, heading in very fast into the ratings period. Here in Australia, it starts on Monday and in the off-season, so to speak, there's been more kind of channel defections than any other year that I can remember. Uh, a lot of them going to, to Channel 9. Uh, if you think of the big names, Jessica Rowe, Bert, um, I'm sure, plenty of others. <laughs> and all the rest of them. She's on contract, but she's not actually doing anything over there, is she? I haven't Who? seen her on TV. Who? Jessica Rowe. Yeah. Nobody's, nobody's watching her on TV. Nobody what. Does she do a show that people watch? She's, uh, well, no, but she's doing today. Oh, okay. <laughs> right. Anyway, a name that uh, people may not have heard of is Phil Bailden. Never heard of him. He no. actually was the voiceover guy for Channel 10, and he's oh. now doing the voiceovers for Channel 9. Uh, I don't so know. So what's happened to Pete Smith? Well, that's the thing. I don't, I don't know the story well, behind it. So he's I, about 79 now. Yeah, so yeah I but assume, still, I assume best him, voice on television. Yeah, but he's, he's not going to be around forever, is he? Well, no, you know, no. just by the nature of mammalian lifespans. <laughs> yes. No. Yes. But so, I, so I assume it's, it's a gradual uh, process of getting uh, the viewers used to somebody else doing their uh, voiceovers over the end of credits. Although that, the whole thing, Pete Smith was such a kind of personality just talking over the ends of shows, over the, the end credits. Mm. Whereas these days we've got the entire credits just shoved up into the top left corner and and, uh, basically two ads going simultaneously on the rest of the screen. Yeah, that's that's true. So, you know... Maybe it doesn't actually matter so much anymore. So there's there's not that much of a need to tell. If it didn't matter, they wouldn't have bothered to shark the guy from... uh 
from Channel 10. Shark the guy. Shark the guy. That's, that's the technical expression for stealing a voiceover man from another <laughs> network. Really? Yeah. Didn't you not know that? No. Uh, no how no. long have we been doing the show and I, you didn't know? We, we've, we've never brought up Shark before. Oh, well. Because sharking, as, as far as I understood, was like when you're playing Gaga ball and you can throw the ball at another player to get them out. That's sharking. Oh, well, maybe maybe the origins are similar. <laughs> are you sure it's not shucking somebody? From? No, no, sharking. No, no, you're thinking of oysters. Well, you know, you want to get the pearls out from the other channel. <laughs> I like that. But I'm sticking with sharking. Uh, I, I was, do you remember when Channel 7, for a very short period of time, had... Uh, a, a female voiceover person. They were they were really trying it on. I remember when they had a female doing sport. That was for an equally short amount of time. But no, I yeah. don't remember that. Uh, they for for shows like uh, Murphy's Law and, and things like that, they'd have a female voiceover for the ads. Oh, okay. And I'm just it, trying to think what Murphy's Law was. Was John Wood in that? No, 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 no. Are you was thinking that, Murphy was Brown? That, that, that no, no. Kind of. Was it Murphy's Law? Was it? Oh, it was something else. Was martial law. Martial law. No, martial law. Martial law is what I was thinking of. Uh, uh, ill-fated Lisa McCune. Yeah, it was actually a really good show on Channel 7. Someone mm-hmm. else. A- another one of those ill-fated local dramas. Mm. Uh, yeah, take that, Robert Fidgen. And <laughs> just, you know, while I met Robert Fidgen had, uh, had his article in, uh, what's it called? The Guide. The Guide. In the Herald Sun this week. Uh, he had his My Say column, and in it he uh, he talked about how uh, Australian drama really needs characters with their lives in peril in their day-to-day jobs uh, to, to, to be good drama, and then starts talking about Love My Way. Well, what happened to Fireflies? What happened to Young Lions? What happened to these shows? It's only 1.30 were... in the morning. Right. Not mm. new episodes, though. I, I do think, though, that he raised a valid point just in regards to uh, the fact that Love My Way should be able to be screened on a, a free-to-air network and and do something towards kind of their local points quota mm-hmm. uh, rather than, you know... Uh, as, to me, that's better than, you know, comedy stink being... Uh, being counted as local production, but then you're taking away the competitive advantage from Foxtel. Yeah, by doing that's that. true. That's true. Which is, but, but know, I mean, not fair right. in that sense. He's well, right in saying only what seventy thousand people will watch Love My Way on Foxtel. That's which, true. It, it is available now on DVD. But mm. which is also just about you know contract negotiations uh, when when a production company goes in and pitches to Foxtel, you know they either get exclusive rights to the show in perpetuity so it doesn't go to freeway or there's there's an option to sell it on to the freeways mm. that's true are foxtel do you think foxtel are interested in kind of doing a hbo like thing and getting lots of quality drama on that is that is what they're trying to do right okay. do you think they're able i don't oh uh, i think uh i think if if they can bring something else up this year something on, on top of love my way then yeah i, Sorry, I think they've no, what did you uh, make? I was just thinking of that hairball once again, the cat vomiting. Yes, <laughs> <sighs> but but I mean that's that's hardly Fox. That's actually kind of Claudia Carvin, and who's the production company on it? Yeah, but it's it's about it's about Foxtel taking these pictures and going, yes, that is a great show. We'll put that on exclusively. Thank you very much. Here's a bucket of money. All right. Did you finish talking about uh, your voiceover dates? No, no, no! You, you all shocked me. 
<laughs> shocked yet again. Didn't want to jump over your shark there. No, I, I finished. Oh, that was it. <laughs> yeah, so I we didn't shark you at all. <laughs> no, that's what. But, that's the other term for shark. That's but, what sharking means to <laughs> cut somebody off when they're finished. You're just making up words now. <laughs> but talking about ratings, uh, more you're not than- cutting someone off if they're already finished. <laughs> that's what sharking is. <laughs> Talking about ratings, more than two million people uh, tuned in to watch the series Return of Desperate Housewives on Monday nights. Uh, attracted an audience of 2.2 million viewers and picked at 2.4 million between 8.30 and 9.30 on Monday nights. Uh, related to that, what, uh, what were Channel 9 showing up against? Uh, That's the point. Nothing, I nothing. think. Nothing. Uh, they, um, they had the test pattern on, essentially. <laughs> But uh, <laughs> with the official ratings uh, about to start next week or on Sunday, Nine woke up on Monday to very bad news. It had only one program in the ratings top 10 for last week, which was the Sunday night news. Nothing yep. else in there. Yep. And um, we've got more to say about that <laughs> coming up later. I you were going to say Nine woke up to bad news on Monday morning. Jessica Rowe and Carl Stefanovic were still on today. <laughs> In uh, other news, the summer schedule is obviously finishing because ratings is coming upon us fast. Third watch. Hang on, can, can somebody explain to me, and I know that you can't because nobody understands how the man is working without a chicken. Yeah. But how come we've had ratings in this last week, but ratings haven't started yet? There's always ratings. They'll, they'll always measure how many, but the official ratings period only goes for 40 weeks. What a crock of shit. Yeah. Right. Uh, Sounds a bit like sweeps. <laughs> sweeps is such a crock of shit. Third watch, Gilmore Girls uh, and Veronica Mars all getting pulled off mid-schedule. No. Yep. And mm. Veronica Mars rating quite poorly. Doesn't look like it'll be back. And uh, that was what my no was in reference to because yeah, third, not, third not watch and Gilmore Girls, I really don't give a crap. Yep. Oh, so, that's, um, that's... It, got, it got pulled off, uh, I think... They're showing episode 11 of season one and uh, goes for 22, te- 22 eps, obviously, and then there's all of series two. So, I, yeah, might be back for summer next year, but I very much doubt it. Or maybe we can get it on DVD from Amazon. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll check that out. Uh, um, BitTorrent. Uh, it's, it's tricky on BitTorrent, but I'll talk to you about that off air. Uh, South Africa uh, to, probe, to probe local fear factor production. The South African Fear Factor production? Yes. South Africa's TV watchdog is probing terrestrial web ETV's local version of Fear Factor after viewer complaints following the serious injury of a contestant. Which, you know, we all know those are the risks that you take in appearing on Fear Factor. Not the least of which is that you'll never work ever again. (laughs) Ever. And Uh, so the probing is happening after the injury. After the injury, it didn't was, cause the injury. No, the probing is. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually happening after the injury was aired. So, so the injury itself. Oh, really? So the injury didn't. No, but uh, Lebo Babe lost half the hair on her head, suffered a concussion, and had to spend a week in hospital after she was dragged behind a vehicle in a stunt that went wrong in the opening oh. episode. Oh, really? Dragged behind a vehicle. I don't want to, like, I'm a regular person on the street, mm-hmm. going onto a television show, maybe win myself a bit of money. Mm-hmm. 
I don't want to involve myself in any situation where I might be dragged behind a vehicle and get concussed. Well, see, on the, on the US and the Australian productions of it, it looks like that could never happen. Like they're in safety harnesses and even though they're, they're kind of near something scary, they, they're always still in, in the safe hands of the production crew. Yeah, apparently in uh, episode two of Fear Factor, which may or may not air in uh, in South Africa, they just had to walk the streets of Johannesburg at night. <laughs> <laughs> Logie's news. I'm not. I can't remember if we mentioned last week uh, that uh, one of the Logie's award presenters, celebrity presenters, has been announced. Ron Moss. Is it Ron Moss? No, no, it's Joan Rivers, Hollywood literary oh. Joan Rivers. Tell me my daughter isn't talented. <laughs> Did we mention it last week? I yeah. think we mentioned it a few a, a weeks, couple of weeks ago. ago. Mm. Mm. Um, but anyway, her flabby arms are going to grace our shores. Yes. Uh, but uh, related to the Logies, Hot Dogs. Hot Dogs is presenting friends. a Logie. No, no. Hot oh. Dogs. <laughs> hot Dogs is hosting. <laughs> hot Dogs uh, has decided to run for Logies Gold. Oh, really? Our, uh, U- U.S. presidency style. There's a massive campaign to uh, get hot dogs enough votes for the gold logie <laughs> to uh, garner him the prize. Well, that's uh, that's been done in the past and succeeded. Who did that? Norman Gunston. Really? Not even a real person. <laughs> <laughs> and... He won the gold logo. Interestingly, this year I think he might have more of a chance because for the first year it's not just TV Week voters, uh, TV Week readers who can vote. It's open to the general public to vote. Where on the on the you internet can SMS web. or on the internet? Really? Yep. Yeah. Or you can call now on one nine zero two. Well, that'll make it less of a joke, I guess. Well, uh, well kind of. <laughs> How? How would that make it less of a joke, Brett Cropley? Because because they're not all TV Week readers. <laughs> I understand what he was oh. TV Week readers. <laughs> yeah, but it's still people who want to vote for the low. Like, yeah. If uh, if you're interested in hot dogs winning the gold logie, <laughs> you can uh, help out by going to hot dogs for gold at dot blogspot dot com. That's hot dogs the number four gold dot blogspot dot com. They also uh, tried to do it with um, uh, Koshi from Sunrise, but they weren't so successful. <laughs> he got nominated. He got nominated, I think, for a silver, but didn't win. Right. And, mm. uh, well, uh, you know, I want to see Hot Dogs and Rove punch it out <laughs> at the Logies. Have you heard anything about the new format of Rove? Uh, I've heard that uh, every year they've been talking about taking Rove into a new direction. Mm-hmm. And every year it's always just ended up being the same thing. Uh, and that might be the case again this year. But there's only two of them left now. Yes. Although most of it's Rove anyway. Well, yeah. And, you know, Rove and Pete, they'll just do what they do. I can't see them, uh, I can't see them doing anything differently. But we'll know next week, I'm sure. Mm. Maybe a different set. <laughs> That'll be revolutionary. <laughs> They've already done that once. <laughs> That's as revolutionary as you were saying a few weeks ago, Sports Tonight and the news <laughs> merging into one show. <laughs> maybe uh, maybe they're going to get rid of What The. Oh, now that would be good. They couldn't do that. 
No, they couldn't. There are so many New Zealand viewers now that haven't seen the old Wathers <laughs> that they can just roll over again. Well, they are getting they are getting a lot of repeat Wathers mm-hmm. from people who haven't seen them in New Zealand and uh, and are sending them in, uh, which is uh, you know frustrating people in the robe office to no end. Uh, what's frustrating people in TV world though is uh, well, the robe office is TV world. You know, I don't, I don't want to denigrate that. Uh, George Clooney. It's like Wobby's world. It's but except less wobbies. Except there's no fireman that gets you wet. I can't. <laughs> there was a fireman at Wobby's World who would spray you with a hose. It wasn't a real fireman. It was like a statue of a fireman. Mm-hmm. He'd spray you with a hose. Mm-hmm. This is the most off-topic show we've done. George Clooney uh, is planning to turn Ocean's Eleven into a television series. He says it's a basic idea that would make a great 13-episode TV show. So, so does episode one start out uh, Ocean's 13? No, Ocean's 13 is the... Ocean's uh, 14, Ocean's 15, Ocean's 16, Ocean's 17, Ocean's, Ocean's 13. 18, <laughs> Ocean's, Ocean's 19, <laughs> Ocean's 12 was appalling. Well, Ocean's 25. 12 was... It, it wasn't even... There was no script. It was a terrible it was just It was just soundtrack with editing. <laughs> yeah. Ah, so, so it's got to start from Ocean's 12 and go to 24. Clooney is currently working on Ocean's 13. Ah, so it will be called Ocean's 13. No, no, no. There is going to be an Ocean's 13 movie. <laughs> oh. oh. But an really? Ocean's 11 TV show. Uh, yes. I, well, I, which um, I, I think might just be called uh, Billy Ocean. Get out of my car, get into my dreams. <laughs> when the going gets tough, the tough yeah. get going. How has is, how is George Clooney taken over ownership of that franchise? What's well, Clooney and Soderbergh. It wasn't him originally, was it? Yeah, yeah it was Clooney and Soderbergh. Well, originally it was the Brat Pack. But. but that was such a terrible film. Such a terrible film. In death news, US actor-comedian Al Lewis, who played Grandpa in the 1960s sitcom The Munsters, has died. And everybody terrible went... Terrible loss at the... Tender age of 95. And everybody said, he wasn't already dead? <laughs> I actually thought that, that he was the father out of Everybody Loves Raymond. No. I thought, I thought no, he, man, he must have been young when he was uh, in The Monsters. Well, The Monsters must have been Are you getting mixed up with so old? Young Frankenstein? Because Peter Boyle's Young Frankenstein. Peter Boyle was, was in, uh, in the, Mel, the Mel Brooks Young Frankenstein movie. Okay. He could was be. the monster yep. in Young Frankenstein. Yep. He also played Wizard in Taxi Driver. Uh, this guy, uh, Al, what was his name? A taxi driver, not taxi. Yeah, taxi driver. This Al, Al Lewis. Al Lewis. Uh, I think after the Munsters was in some terrible straight-to-video piece of crap with Corey Feldman in it. And that's all I know about what he's done since the Munsters. That describes pretty much all of Corey Feldman's back catalogue, doesn't it? <laughs> oh, no, his stuff used to go to the cinema. Um, apparently after his acting career, uh, he was a popular New York restaurant owner and he was active in politics and even ran for governor. Um, and he had a PhD in child psychology from Columbia University. He was also a vampire. They don't mention that. <laughs> no, I don't know why they don't mention What, really? How did he die then? Did he get staked? He must have. Mm. That's, that's how he lived as long as he did. Speaking of deaths... Australian TV's favourite fat man. Uh, we lost at the end of last year. Kerry Packer. Ah. Uh. Um, <laughs> and, and as is tradition... I thought you were talking about Big Kev. As is tradition with uh, 
media owners that die, uh, we have to wait six months before the state funeral happens. Um, I guess they're keeping his body on ice. But I did hear, just uh, on my way in... Star-studded. Russell Crowe's going to talk there. But you know who else is turning up? No. Tom and Katie. Really? Tom and Katie are turning up to Kerry Packer's memorial service. Okay. Because Tom and Jamie are friends. Apparently very good friends. So Jamie's paying him to come over. Yeah, pretty much. Pretty much. And Qantas will probably pay for John Travolta to come over. And that... Wait. What? No, there's more. No, there isn't. There is more. No, there isn't. There's more. (laughs) There's magic news. There's magic news. The ABC... No, not the ABC. That's Countdown News. There are rumours that Countdown's on its way back. Um, Maybe hosted by Andrew G. But uh, Channel 9 hopes to pull a rabbit out of a hat... By signing James Galea last week to a deal to create a TV show called Urban Magic. It's about taking magic off the stage and onto the streets and filming not just the tricks, but people's reactions to the magic. That sounds like that um, Peter Chris magic on Out the streets. No, it was on last year. There was a magic show on Channel 7. Sounds exactly the same. Yeah, yeah. There's really... No one cares. <laughs> and the chase is coming back Friday week. No one cares. And that... <laughs> Is the box cutters news? G'day, you're listening to Ed Phillips here from Temptation across the Nine Network, and I am special guest of the box cutters. Love the guys' show, love all three of you. God, you're funny. Never miss a show, and sometimes if I do, they make tapes of it on the internet and then send it to me. Our very good friend Eddie Phillips there. Back on. uh, Speaking of Eddie's, back on Monday. Ed Phillips. Right? The. uh, Temptation? Temptation, back on Monday. Have they completely dropped? The new sale of the century now? Oh, I assume so. Since, since when we spoke to him, that dropped it. <laughs> that was some weeks ago. <laughs> some, 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 some. It was like episode three or 20 something. weeks ago. Mm. Eddie. Eddie. Eddie Maguire. Eddie front McEver page Webb. of Saturday's Papers mm-hmm. announced that Eddie Maguire had just been in a two-hour job interview. For head of Channel 9. Further to that, he flew up to Sydney today. Oh, did he? He did. And they're expecting... this. You see, see I'm, not, I'm, I'm skeptical about doing this as a news item because by the time anybody downloads this, even probably by the time we finish talking, it'll be all over the news because apparently it'll be on 6 o'clock news tonight. That he is taking the job? That he's taking the top job. Well, at least that'll get him off our screens. Yeah. Probably. That's all, that's all a whole grey area. You see, people are, gonna, people are saying he's not going to stop being the president of the Collingwood Football Club, mm-hmm. even though it's, he's going to be living up in Sydney. Mm-hmm. Well, isn't that a matter for the Collingwood Football Club members to vote on? Surely sure. they'd have a preference of whether or not their club president is uh, in the city or not. Yes, but it's up to him if he resigns, if he feels that he doesn't have the time to be able to dedicate to... Yes, otherwise they have to wait for the AGM. Who's going to host Millionaire if he goes? Well, this is one of the the $64 questions. Jessica Rowe. Names that uh, have been put up. Richard Wilkins. No! (laughs) Because he was such a success with keynotes. (laughs) Peter Overton. Peter Overton. That's Jessica Rowe's husband, I believe. Ah, the one that was that she was telling people to stop picking on. Yep. Yep. Um, apparently, they've been floated credibly. Uh, other suggestions: Tony Barber and Greg Evans. Oh, I heard uh, Jamie Jury. I'd like to see 
I'd like to see uh, Greg Evans and Dexter mm-hmm. hosting Millionaire. <laughs> mm-hmm. That would be great. Mm. Your answer has a compatibility score of zero. <laughs> and the other, uh, the other gaping hole that's going to be left is the footy show. No, the AFL footy show. Well, uh, both, both footy lessons. show and Friday night footy for Melbourne State. Uh, yeah, for this year. Yeah. yeah, until they lose the footy. Until uh-huh. they lose. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but, but how how can he? Because he can't do all those things. I mean, those things are pretty much a, a full time job. Somebody doing will, all of those shows. Somebody yeah. will say to him that's a conflict of interest, and then they're gone. He'll do them all for sure. Yeah, but it's it's not a conflict of interest. It's just how thin can you spread a man? <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of them to spread. Depends on how thin you slice them. <laughs> I think, uh, too, with Eddie, it'll be... Uh, he's reportedly going to be taking quite a pay cut to, to become the head of, head of nine. Like it makes any difference to the way he's going to live his life. Pay cut in, in the sense that he's on big bickies for the footy show Millionaire. Footy show Millionaire and, and doing the footy. He's on something like four million, I think, a year. But, but surely so he'll, be... he'll make a lot of that up in PBL shares. Mm, yeah, you know, know, as head of networks tend to do. Yeah, but I'm not sure I should say that. No, got what? <laughs> no, legally, I'm not sure <laughs> I should say that. <laughs> I, look, I think it's... Uh, we all know Channel 9 are in panic mode at the moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't know what they're going to do with their life. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they, they're kind of going through a set in returns mm-hmm. after 700 years of television. <laughs> they are... Uh, they just don't know what you know how to how to continue, and maybe they think that Eddie McGuire is the answer. I, but I don't see why they would do that rather than say getting someone from a successful network somewhere else in the world and saying copy everything that you've done for us. And that's what Channel Ten did all those years ago, and it worked so well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It worked so well. I'd, I'd have no problems with getting someone very talented in that area coming and dealing with Channel 9. Mm-hmm. Someone who's going to be able to say, listen, your demographic's all out of whack. Mm-hmm. Why are you pitching at these people who spend no money and so your advertisers don't want them? Yes, you've got, you're winning the ratings, but it's not doing your network any favours at all. I don't know how long they'll be winning the ratings for. Well, see, that's the other thing. They need someone else to come in and go, okay, this is what we're doing. Mm-hmm. They need someone... To, to come in and raise lots of money so that they can make excellent local drama. Channel 9, hooray at boxcutters.net. <laughs> we'll come and help your network. We, we yeah. will. We will, we'll, you know, we helped West Wing end. Yeah, that's true. And uh, <laughs> we've, we've, we've done wonders. Hmm. So, Eddie, give us a call. Box cutters. Box cutters. Box cutters. Box cutters. Speaking of Channel 9, sorry, Josh. No, no, that's, I was going to do an intro. You do the intro. Oh, okay. Speaking of Channel 9, as we just were a minute ago, I wanted to ask you guys, have they lost the plot? We know that they've dropped the balls, but have they dropped the ball figuratively as well? Ah, yes. <laughs> All right, next segment. Uh, <laughs> uh, during the week, uh, as we mentioned earlier, Desperate Housewives, 2.2 million, spiked at 2.4. Uh, the Lost uh, premiere episode of the new season of Lost, two point one million. Mm-hmm. Prison Break, two million, and close to a million on the repeat 
of the opening, sorry, the special encore presentation. Can I ask how many times they get a show freaking Prison Break in a week? <laughs> the same episode, like three or four times in a week, twice. Well, you'll remember when... Uh, no, no, they, they had... They, they had, had the original and then they had it on Monday night. They also did Friday night, didn't they? Oh, I don't know. But you remember that when Desperate Housewives and Lost first aired, they showed that first episode three times. Yeah, they did. And I'm wondering if maybe their Winter Olympics this year, their Winter Olympics schedule's precluding them from doing as many uh, as many encore special presentations as they would like to do. Yeah, probably. Anyway, uh, if somebody if somebody breaks their leg in the skiing, you know, God forbid, mm-hmm. someone breaks their leg in the skiing, mm-hmm. is it going to be? A prison break of the leg <laughs> <laughs> on Channel 7? Is quite, that- quite possibly. The way Channel 7 are promoing at the moment, I wouldn't be surprised. Anyway, huge numbers for all these shows. And what did Channel 9 put up against it? Pretty much nothing. They put up pretty much nothing against all these shows. So, rating season hasn't started. Like, where they put exactly. Up now, that's what Channel 9 would say, that rating season hasn't started. Why, but why would they give 7 free pass like this? Well, 7 are going to get screwed over with the winner games. What was on? Uh, what was no, on? No, 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 no. The winter night, games are always going to be on eight thirty or nine thirty. Like the winter games for an hour over. Oh no, for the rest of the night, maybe. I don't know. Have a look in your green guy. What was on eight thirty <laughs> on on uh, Channel Seven on Tuesday night? Tuesday night was. Um, I can't remember. Because that's <laughs> something exciting. That's when Channel Nine uh, launched. No, no, no. Missing I think, Persons Unit. I think no. It was nine thirty for Missing Persons Unit. I'm not sure what Channel 7 had on, on Tuesday night, but... Uh, Ghost Whisperer. CSI New York. Ah, 7.30? Yeah, 7.30 was Ghost Whisperer and 8.30 was The Sixth Sense. But CSI New York won that night and that was nine... I think that was nine's only real winner for the week. And that was 1.6 million 6 viewers. 1.6 million, yep. And uh, Missing Persons Unit, which wasn't as bad a show as I thought it was going to be. Yeah. 1.5 million. See, none of this matters because Dancing with the Stars is going to just trounce the whole lot of them when it comes back. Well, that's true. Freaking hell. I just saw something. Tuesday night, 7.30 on Channel 9, Megda's Funny Bits, which is a freaking series. Mm. Yes. Oh, didn't I send you that press release, Brad? No. Uh, they, they sent See, the that's, that's going to get trounced by... Uh, that's going to get trounced by Desperate Housewives as well. Oh, yeah. I, I just don't understand. The other thing is, Deal or No Deal is hovering just outside the top 10, getting about 900,000 viewers. Ooh. It's already been back two weeks. Where the hell's Bert? Now, I know ratings hasn't started yet, but I just think this is just insanity from Channel 9. I think if you look at Channel 7's schedule, the schedule is looking so much stronger than Channel 9's. On Sunday night, it looks like Commander-in-Chief. Monday nights, it looks like... Commander-in-Chief Des- after Desperate Housewives on Monday nights. Oh, is it? Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Uh, oh, well, there you go. Desperate Housewives From and... the 27th, I think. Desperate Housewives and Commander-in-Chief on Monday. Tuesday nights, you've got Dancing with the Stars and All Saints, which was huge from last year. Wednesday night, you've got Prison Break. Thursday night, you've got Lost and The Amazing Race. Like, I, I just think Channel 9 is sinking. Why wouldn't they... They know Channel 7 are going to come up like this straight after their tennis, start all their shows early... So why wouldn't Channel 9 have some sort of counter-programming ready? Because they've got no one in charge. (laughs) Yeah. It's a headless organisation that is running around just throwing things at the wall, hoping that it's going to stick. Yeah. And and they really really don't know what they're doing. So now they've got Bert's Family Feud starting at 5.30 on Monday. Monday. And uh, the big thing about this, I mean, we've heard it's going to be so different to the family feud that you're used to, blah, blah, blah. The only difference is that now the families can win $100,000 a night. 
Right. That's that, that's the most that they can win. $100,000 You can still win two hundred. No, you can win 400000 on Deal or No Deal. Yeah, you can, but what are the chances? Uh, I read in a paper somebody, the uh, television equivalent of a pokey machine. <laughs> deal or no deal? I thought that was pretty accurate. <laughs> it's, you know, and just about as much fun to watch. But. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so I had some, but speaking of the rating schedules, I had some questions for you guys. Some quick fire questions. Biggest loser, five nights a week, 7 p.m. Will it work or will it not work? No. Who cares? Won't work. You see, I, I originally I was thinking that's a bad time slot for it, and I was wondering if it would work. But diet shows are really popular. Yeah, but they're weekly diet shows that we've seen thus far. How, mu- how much crap are they going to be showing if it's on every night? Diet specials on, uh, like diet every specials. Night. Every night. Every week diet special on The Current Affair and yeah, Today Tonight. Hugely successful on The Current Affair and Today Tonight. Siro diet book. So, but, so we've got, <laughs> yeah. So we've got one don't care and one no. Well, I just, I just think every night for a week, for fine, four months, but every night for four months, yeah, people are just going to get sick of it. I'm yeah. not and sure they're going to have enough crying fat people. Well, we also, we also know from from seeing people that we see regularly, everybody knows that you don't notice how much weight somebody loses if you see them every day. That's a good. You point. only notice it if you see them. Once a week, once a month. That's you've, a good point. You've got to be able to see that progress. And I'll have the split screen before and after. <laughs> you know, I, I just think that's going to be that's going to be a huge problem. And Channel Ten are throwing a lot of money. They've got billboards all over the city. They they they've been uh, advertising it since the end of last year. Mm. That it's coming. It's going to be great. They've gotten these these. Uh, Two personal trainers out from the US, and why we needed those guys. I don't so know. we're on the original Biggest Loser. Yeah, but <laughs> we don't have any personal trainers here in yeah, Australia. Yeah, there's there's a personal trainer drought I've noticed <laughs> in Australia. So it it just so I, I, so what you're saying is they really should be advertising it as this year's Hot House. Well, I think <laughs> I think that's quite possible. It might be this year's Hot House. I vaguely remember Hot House. Hot House was their attempts to kind of it was do like Gold Coast. Uh, yeah, the block kind of thing. But that yeah. was on that was on five nights a week at seven yeah. o'clock as well. And uh, you know, with John Stevens. <laughs> no, no, no! You're getting mixed up. That was the resort. Oh, that was the resort. That was the other failed reality right. show that they did. Okay, uh, Monday nights: Desperate Housewives versus Millionaire versus Supernatural. Uh, Supernatural is going to lose that battle. It's you know millionaires millionaire still has an audience, but it depends who hosts it. Supernatural nine thirty. It's double episode this week eight thirty to eight thirty to ten thirty to ten thirty. No predictions. Hmm. I, I I don't think Desperate Housewives will be losing its popularity. No, no. Uh, but I reckon Supernatural will pick it up for the nine thirty. I just uh, yeah. I just watched yeah. episode three of Desperate Housewives. It's still a fun show. Okay. Still a fun show. I, I never really liked it. It's not, you know, it's not poignant. It doesn't really mean anything. But it is the sort of show that, you know, I don't have to watch every week. I can okay. see like a couple of episodes a year if there's nothing else on or if I get sent a preview tape or something. And I'm happy with that. Uh, just a couple more quick ones. What's shaping up as the biggest night of the week or the biggest time slot of the week? 8.30 Wednesday night. Prison Break versus House versus Without a Trace versus Spicks and Specs. Without a Trace. Well, you know, you throw Spicks and Specs in there. That's... Uh, I, I, you know, I think without a trace might lose against Spicks and Specs. Oh, really? Spicks yeah. and Specs is so popular now. Yeah. It actually, uh, Brett, your uh, information about uh, new inventors mm. being the most popular show on 
ABC. On the ABC, mm-hmm. after the news. Mm-hmm. Not true. Really? Speaks and Specs was. Really? Last year, Speaks and Specs was the most popular show on the ABC. Wow. Mind you, I get that from somebody at the Speaks and Specs office. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everyone loves us. <laughs> so, you know, take that with whatever grains of salt you, you want. But that's that's the news that just, I have. Just quickly, with um, prison well, break. we be able to tell if we go back over the ratings? Uh, are you going to comb through all of those <laughs> ratings? Screw that. With prison break uh, up against... Can I just point out, box cutters. Bring you lazy reporting. <laughs> <laughs> um, we talked. About, I talked earlier about Prison Break's figures for its premiere episode, but uh, la- last night's figures with it up against new episodes of House or mm-hmm. a new episode of House. Uh, Prison Break one point six, House one point four million. Ooh. Very close. Uh, without a trace, not even a million. See, I know. I know a lot of people. Uh Taping one and watching the other. Yeah. Taping both. Or, or, ta- or taping both. Watching a third one. <laughs> uh, but last night I, I found out I, I actually know someone who tapes uh, House and Watches Without a Trace. Oh, really? And I always thought that battle would be between uh, Prison Break and, uh, and House. But no, there, there are still people watching Without a Trace, well, even my- though it's the same thing every week. Someone goes missing, they either get found or they don't. My, uh, my wife quite likes... Uh, Without a trace, she watches it, and she did that too. And she was, she was a bit annoyed about watching the downloaded TV over summer. She kept saying, "Oh, we're not going to have anything to watch when ratings comes around." Well, now she's pleased that we watch Prison Break because she's got a real clash on uh, on Wednesday Wednesday. nights. Uh, Just quickly, I I want I want your wife to give me a call the day that she has nothing to watch. Uh, (laughs) You'll be alone in the cold ground by that day. Yeah. Uh, finally, the big battle at 5.30. Deal or no deal versus Bert? Deal or no deal. Yeah, I think so too. I think, you know what? I think Bert for the first week, and then when people realise it's just bloody family feud, yeah. they're going to go back to deal or no deal because there's less thinking. Yeah, that's true. But family feud's more interesting. Deal that's, or no deal is yes or no. Do, yes do, or do no. people want deal? Yes do, or no. do people want interest? Yeah, yes you're, or no. you're not thinking. Yes or no. <laughs> Okay, well done. You're not thinking. All right, here's someone else. Yes or no. Here's a big novelty yes check. No. Brett, you're not thinking like a deal or no deal viewer. <laughs> a deal or no de- deal viewer. So, so you're saying that that's the majority of the Australian viewing public? I'm saying that the people who watch... Non-thinkers. The people who watch TV at 5.30... Which is why they watch Channel 7 News. Yeah, which yeah. is why they can't figure out that the remote changes <laughs> yeah. at the end of Deal or No Deal. Uh, incidentally... Just, a lot of them think Deal or No Deal is the news. <laughs> just, <laughs> just speaking quickly... In the world today, case number 22. <laughs> in, uh, in Deal or it No Deal... It only goes deal, up to 20, doesn't it? No, it goes up to 26. Does it? In Deal or No Deal News, somebody finally got nothing. <laughs> Really? Because they're having double or nothing this time. And he went double at the end with all his money, which was like about 200 bucks or something, and ended up with nothing. We ended up with a big novelty check with nothing written on it. Oh, really? <laughs> yep. That's hilarious. Yeah. They, so, they could at least give him, you know, a box of Ernest Hillier chocolates. Yeah, they could. It's been they a could. long time since they've done that. Yeah. So uh, that's the ratings battle for this year. It'll be interesting to see how it all pans out. I reckon the Don uh, Small Goods meat pack would be nicer. <laughs> Coming up in Box Cutters, we still have quotes to come. Some letters to Box Cutters. I don't buy it. And coming up next, some crap TV. 
This is Marie Cardi, and you are listening to that fluffy white cloud of goodness box cutters. <laughs> Stick it in the fire and eat it. <laughs> Cut! That's the worst coma acting I've ever seen. Is it my imagination or is TV getting worse? Ah, uh, this show ain't no good. That was so terrible, I think you gave me cancer. Oh, look out, Smithers! <laughs> I love this show. So much crap TV and so little time. We've all got a little piece of crap we, TV today. We do. Which for is a very exciting. I'm going to get into mine quickly. Uh, Channel 10 have been doing quite a bit of crappy TV. Uh, they've started doing a little graphic just before the ads come up. Mm. Oh, really? Yes. Saying, you know, it's coming up previews for the ads. <laughs> coming up. <laughs> I'm Coming up, a house preview. Yeah. It's a freaking ad! <laughs> we kid you not. Coming up, an ad for Safeway. What? <laughs> we really don't need some little graphic telling us, oh, we're about to interrupt what you're enjoying and waste your time with two and a half minutes of crap. So... Get your fly undone because you're about to run to the toilet. <laughs> that's what that's saying. It is. It is. So that's... Um, but I mean, how much handholding do you need? Are they still doing the, don't go anywhere, this is a seriously short break? Yeah, yeah they're still doing those. So hang on, do, do, do they think that people are confused and that when when the show stops to go to ads, they go, I don't understand, on Supernatural they were just, they were just driving to find their father <laughs> and now they're looking at specials at Safeway. <laughs> now we're at McDonald's. What's going on? What's going on? Oh no, she's stopped that girl's fries she must be a wraith <laughs> maybe maybe they just think their standard of programming is so low that the ads is much the, on much the same level along those lines i watched an episode of scrubs last night that uh aired in the states this week mm-hmm. and uh, oh, really? oh yeah so not on the telly not on the telly no no because no. mm-hmm. I, I caught a bit of the end of this week's run and Michael J. Fox was in it. Then I went and had a bit of a look and it was from 2003 or something. Yeah, yeah, oh, we're okay. seriously far behind. Mm, on, mm-hmm. This is season five of Scrubs that that I'm watching and uh, there's a, a little bit where people from the from the hospital get together an air band uh, for, for an air band competition, which is air guitar, air drums. Uh, and air bass, uh, air, p- air keyboard. In the middle of, well, no keyboard, but there was bass. Uh, in the middle of, uh, of this episode... While the air band are doing the, a little bit of their thing, up comes uh, a, a little super that says, see more of the air band rehearsing on NBC.com. Oh, fantastic. And I thought, yeah, that's right. I'm going to stop watching this show halfway through just before your ads come on, go to the internet and see a little bit of uh, what I've already seen. Which was obviously so funny that they didn't actually put it in the episode. Yeah. Mm. Um, another thing that... Uh, that Channel 10 are doing, uh, they've got a little skit that they're running, uh, a la Comedy Inc. or the Ronnie John's Half Hour, at 6.30, in between uh, Simpsons and Neighbours. Really? Yeah. Last night's one was a hysterical thing about them pretending to call Hugh Laurie and the person on the other end getting mixed up because he thought instead of Hugh, they were saying you. And it, it, it <laughs> no, stop laughing. <laughs> it was hysterical. So um, really, yeah. Little who's doing it? Uh, two comedians I've never seen, never heard of. Is it Rove and Pete Hellier? <laughs> do you, do you no, know? Do no. you know their names? No, I don't. Right, but uh, it it truly is crap TV. Uh, and finally, NCIS 
was back on in the uh, in a prominent after house position mm. where you uh, find out what happened to Kate. Yes, and then this is it. The no. first the first twelve seconds of the show. Well, no, it's worse than that. Oh, go on. They've been advertising this for a couple of weeks now. They've been, finally, we find out what happens to Kate. Well, I hate to tell you, we know what happens to Kate. Ari shot her. Ari the stalker, who was in the last ten or so episodes, stalking the main dude, Gibbs. It wasn't, you know, there was no cliffhanger ending to it. We know who friggin' shot Kate. Well, this is it. I, tu- I turned on to NCIS. Yeah. Or maybe because it was after house and I just hadn't changed the channel yet. And I thought, oh, well, you know, I'd like to find out what happens to Kate. Never watched an episode of NCIS in my life, but I knew that we find out what happens to Kate. First 12 seconds of the show, they recap the end of last season where you see Kate gets shot by a sniper. I went, right, so that's what happens to Kate. (laughs) Flick! (laughs) This is what I don't understand. Why would you run a promo like that? If you watch NCIS, you know what happened to Kate. If you don't, you don't care. Unless, other than you, you you don't care. So... What else are they going to say? Like, was there nothing, nothing to sell it other than <laughs> I'm let's sure. pretend there was a cliffhanger and, and we'll say you can find out. I'm sure there would have been more in the episode than they could have advertised it on rather than a, a pretend cliffhanger that they just made up. Yeah, they, they really could have. But to Channel 10's credit, I realised last night that NCIS was from the makers of JAG. And when you see how poorly JAG performed and how poorly it was promoted on Channel 7... And you see how well NCIS has been promoted on Channel 10. Channel 10's promotions room, just they work overtime at doing that. Maybe it's just because you're slap bang in the middle of their demographic that you're noticing it more. No, 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 because the ads for JAG on Channel 7 were really ordinary. Like, never made me want to watch it ever. And of course, you're almost out beyond the top of the, the age <laughs> limit, aren't you? Uh, NCIS, incidentally... Buck me, Cropley. <laughs> One point three million, including forty two point five percent of the coveted sixteen to thirty nine year old. Really, wow! Mark Harmon really still brings them in. Yeah, I can't. I can't, I can't stand NCIS. I, I, I can't stand wacky. I mean, cop shows are bad enough, but wacky cop shows. Oh, is it? Is it? Because I, I did see in the opening credits there was some wacky woman. Yeah, I think I think the whole show's got an element of wacky. Oh, is that the one where they say no, we're not CSI, we're NCIS? Maybe, yeah. Yeah, I think I saw a couple of episodes a couple of years ago. Yeah. yeah. Well, what is that? That's the Navy Crime Investigation Service. Sounds good. We'll yeah. go with that. <laughs> Lock it in, Eddie. Speaking or of email us, hooray at boxcutters.net. Speaking of crap TV, after being told uh, a couple of weeks ago that Boston Legal would be back later in the year sometime, you'll see it again, we promise. What do I discover after the sixth sense on Monday night? Tuesday, Tuesday night. You, you discover that the freaking that Boston Bruce Willis was actually dead the whole time. <laughs> I did get to see that a little bit. Um, but no, it's, it's back on and it was back on again last night as well. And I didn't get to set the freaking video for that one. In the dynamic midnight to 1am time slot. Oh, that is just insane. What are they doing? I don't. I, I think. I think it's again. A, you and Deirdre are the only two people watching it. <laughs> really? I think so. I don't think it's but very it's, popular. It's got Murphy Brown. It's Candace got Murphy Brown. It, it's it, they're winning awards it's for William all Shatner. time. James Spader. I, I just love James Spader. Mm. And William Shatner's really funny. Like like he's 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 accepted just taking the piss out of himself. Finally. Yeah. Yeah. 
You know who I, I don't love? I don't love James Spader's plastic surgeon. I hadn't noticed. So, I, don't, oh. I don't look at my celebrities for, for telltale signs. Of, oh, that's <clears> not true. What about Margaret Pomerantz? You were on that. No, she away. looks like she's had a stroke. Oh, yeah, that's true. So you look for physical <laughs> deformities, not, not... But that was just because one half of her face was slanted. <laughs> right. But, but James Spader's plastic surgery, just it looked like he had had a, a stroke and was also a Burns victim. <laughs> it just looked terrible. You know who photos of Bert never look right to me. No, no, mm. no. Just, just completely unnatural. Yeah. And uh, lastly, in crap TV, uh, a couple of weeks ago, I kind of broke slash invented the story that uh, <laughs> Channel Seven would be going straight to series nine of The Amazing Race. Oh yeah, yeah. And I discovered uh, today that Amazing Race series nine starts at the end of February. In Australia. Uh, in, no, in the States. Yes. On CBS yep. in the States. Uh, so that's when the Amazing Race Series 9 is going to start. So I called up Channel 7 to say, hey, when are you going to show it? Mm-hmm. And uh, they said, oh, well, we don't know definitely, but it will be after the Winter Olympics and it will definitely be a Thursday night. Yeah. And I said, okay, because I know that they're starting it in the States on, uh, on February 28. Mm-hmm. And uh, this guy said to me, Oh, yeah, but that's season nine. We will be showing season eight. Oh, really? So they will be showing the family edition, which is a good thing, but they'll be showing season nine of The Amazing Race a long time after it's aired in the States, which means that uh, just stay away from the internet if you don't want to find out who's one. Oh, that's interesting. Um, I can't do that. Yeah, they can. I can't do that. You can't stay away from the internet. (laughs) No, it's your job to go through the internet. No, but even if, if it wasn't, I still wouldn't be able to. I've been uh, reading, yeah, lots of lots of kind of um, contrary rumours on the internet about that. So that's interesting to hear that uh, that that's what they're doing. Yeah, that's the uh, that's the official word from from Channel Seven. Which is a pity because uh, apparently, I mean, it's great that they're showing it, but apparently, Series Eight really isn't that flash. It's you know what I I really enjoyed it. Oh, did you? Have you seen it all? Yeah. Okay. I really I really enjoyed it. It does lose it a, a little bit of the way, but there were quite a few people that I really hated. Oh, that's and so good. and so the hate kept me going through through the series. Ah, excellent. Uh, and and because it's whole families, there's always somebody in a family that you're going to hate. Yeah. Or that's going to annoy you. Yeah. Or that you just want to knock off. Yeah. And uh, uh, and this is full of them. Okay, that'll have to be coming quite soon, I imagine, because Channel Seven are still running, their, uh, are already running their enormous Thursday night promo. Yeah, this, with uh, Las Vegas Lost, Amazing Race. I'd even, be, su- I'd be surprised if showing. it doesn't happen the Thursday after the right. Winter Olympics because they're still showing Air Crash Disaster, I think, tonight. Yeah, mm. which you know that's an important show, <laughs> and that's uh, that's Crap TV. Are you one of those that follows follows the Get me a jury and show me how you can say in July. Go down on you. Yes, please. This isn't really the segment, but do you know what I really don't buy? <laughs> don't you buy the new Channel Nine promo? I've been looking at it all week and I just don't buy it. The this p- is the one with them all singing and dancing. 
I haven't the seen it yet. The one we were talking about last week. We're still having fun and we're still on. I haven't, I haven't seen it yet. And they look like they're, <laughs> they've got some yeah. machine guns just off camera. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they do. He sings this song. I do. It, it's, it's that bad. Look like you're having fun. More fun. I think there's nothing on Channel 9 that I watch. Oh, really? Yeah, I can't think of a single thing well, on Channel 9. Well, now that Survivor's gone and The Apprentice is gone. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, anyway, we had a letter from a viewer this week about, uh, about an ad that, uh, that he didn't buy. Uh, Mr. Dave Norris wrote to us saying... Chuck's brother. Have we, have we seen the ad where the javelin spears the judge in mm. the sporting mm. arena? Mm. Yes, yes, I have. Yes, I've seen it too. I actually remember when this happened. I'm, it, it wasn't all that long ago, or maybe I'm just getting old, but I, I do remember when it happened. Yeah, I, I remember when it happened as, as well, but that's no reason for it to be on TV constantly. I don't need to see a man stabbed over and over again. <laughs> well, that, that, was, uh, that was Mr. Norris's point. He was saying it played at uh, 7.30 and his nine-year-old daughter saw it and her face went white with horror. So, mm. as, as it would. Uh, that's, and what is it an ad for? Do we know? HBO. HBO. Okay. But hasn't it been around for a long, long time? Wasn't it around the ad? Yeah. No, I no. think the ad's quite recent. Really? Yeah, yeah, the ad's just started airing. Yeah, and they've got... Sure, it hasn't just started airing again? Yes. No, I'm pretty sure it's just started. And they've got uh, some, mm. it sounds like Swedish or Scandinavian... Uh, voiceover, voiceover doing, 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 the commentary. doing the commentary. Yeah. But how is that different from back in the day, Saturday afternoons, Channel 9, Wide World of Sports, with their, their sporting screw-ups with, you know, the... The guy running into the pommel horse. Yeah. <laughs> never, never was a man getting speared... In those, there were lots of falls and there were lots of lots of injuries and. That but the channel- guy was okay. Like he didn't fall down dead, did he? In the ad, no, they no. just they just take it out. Yeah. They the take it out and he's stunned. Quite shocked. <laughs> that would have been. I don't think they would have had that on if he'd been pinned to the ground, <laughs> <laughs> kind of convulsing. Snuff advertising. <laughs> uh, the wide world of sports thing is no different to Funniest Home Videos. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is different in that a man is getting speared. <laughs> no, it's getting javelin. <laughs> what is the difference between a javelin and a spear? Waiting. Hooray at box cutters. <laughs> a spear has a head. No, I, I don't think I don't think this ad should uh, should be on television. I can't say I can't say I noticed it particularly. Uh, how is it to, different from to bother the, me? How is it different from from the previous? HBA ad, not the Adam Zwar one, but the uh, one with the jogger running along the road and, and suddenly there's a, a van back door just swung out and he oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. rams his face or, into I'm it. not sure if it's HBA, but what about the ad where the guy's on the bike and he knocks his seat off <laughs> and then he rides off down the street? Have you seen that? I haven't seen that. Oh, that's, that's a disturbing yeah, ad. Yeah, well, that, that is a disturbing ad. <laughs> he knocks uh, his seat off and he's standing up while he rides. Brett, again, you with, don't see with your happens. point, I'll bring up the very important point of that ad doesn't feature a man getting speared. I don't think it's a lot different. Uh, well, I do. I do. I, th- I, think it's, I think it's very different. I actually find that whole incident a, a little bit disturbing. It's, I mean, it's, it's like they wouldn't show uh, that time when uh, a tyre flew off during the Grand Prix and killed a man. No. And even even if it you know crushed his legs, yeah, but all, they wouldn't all, show it. All the all the health insurance in the world isn't going to help that situation. Well, no, but it'll pay for you to get better. <laughs> Again, not in that situation. Oh, no, in the Grand Prix, Sorry, yeah, not the spearing, <laughs> javelining. Yeah, in the in the javelining, he could go to HBA and get better. 
No, he couldn't. It was in a different country. Anyway, <laughs> I don't. I don't buy it. I I agree with Dave. It shouldn't be on at those time slots. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Gary Postman, I have a letter for you. No, I'm, I'm just the postman. 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 Letters to box cutters. I love that intro from the Postman movie itself. Yes. Yeah. Thank you very much, Ross, for lending me that oh, film. An, an underrated classic. <laughs> it, it is an underrated film. I really enjoyed it. Was Christopher Walken in that? No. No. No, but Tom Petty is. Maybe you're getting them confused. <laughs> no. Uh, Harvey Cartel. No. No. Who's in it? Uh, Kevin Costner. Oh, God. And Kevin Costner's yeah, daughter that one. singing uh, the uh, American National Anthem. Oh, really? Mm. Oh. But just briefly, uh, Shelley Long was on Boston Legal, the one that I did catch on Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. She's looking so much like a female Christopher Walken. Like, she's looking very much like him. <laughs> she's weird. <laughs> I... Uh, you know, I was going to try to do a Christopher Walken impersonation, and I can't. But I was, I was going to imagine Shelley Long telling old Cheers stories. And go, so I told Ted Danson. But, <laughs> but you decided not to. I decided not to. Uh, thanks very much to people who have uh, written letters into box cutters. Uh, such as Mr. Dave Norris. Such as Mr. Dave Norris, who also uh, said that we didn't mention Top Gear. While it was airing, and is it still? It's still it's, airing. No, it, it no, finishes oh. this week. <laughs> it finishes it. It finished on, on Monday Mythbusters night. Mythbusters is back. Woo! <laughs> and um, but I did catch, I did catch one episode like five minutes at the end, and I'm sure it is the turd from that freaking Brainiac show that was on there, being a tool on there as well on Top Gear. Well, you know, take whatever money you can get. That's what I say. <laughs> uh, Top Gear was a, a great show. Mm. I, I really mm. enjoyed it, and I was actually a little bit disappointed when I heard that Mythbusters was coming back because. We only saw Top Gear up until the end of 2004's season. Mm-hmm. And clearly, there's a whole year of Top Gear that we still have to do. So yeah, we've been seeing, take, we've been seeing reviews. For it. We've been seeing reviews of cars that are two years old. I'd like to see reviews of cars that are only a few months old on new episodes of Top Gear. Put I'm on, not saying. Put t- on Thursday, 7.30. Who knows Inspector Rex? Uh, hey, <laughs> don't diss the Rex. Anyway, it's a freaking I, dog. How is it an inspector? <sighs> He's got a badge and a gun. <laughs> Dave, I really enjoyed Top Gear as well. You see, I, I, I've never watched more than about two seconds of it, but a show about cars doesn't really... And it, Jeremy it, Clarkson's a brilliant broadcaster. He's, he's very entertaining. It doesn't interest even me. Even for non-rev heads. Either. But... Uh, so, so I went, oh, Top Gear, oh, I'm not going to watch that. Mm-hmm. And then uh, there was nothing on. I watched one episode and I was hooked. And much like Dave says that he's not into cars, but the show makes him want to be. I had the, I had the same thing. And uh, there was this great challenge that they had where the three presenters of Top Gear each had to buy a Porsche for £1,500. And then they did a series of tests to see who had gotten the best deal on their Porsche. And as you can imagine, Porsches that you can buy for £1,500 or less, not very good quality. Uh, It's very entertaining. You know what else Dave says? He says that it's uh, possibly the best show on TV, besides Lost. Yeah, well, you know, (laughs) Dave, I wouldn't agree with either of those things. Uh, Thanks to Paul, who who wrote in and uh, commented on our tennis coverage oh yeah when i spoke about the tennis and how the camera kept moving yep he says that uh he went to his in-laws and he watched it on their widescreen tv and it appears that they don't move the camera 
in widescreen. But then when he returns home to his conventional TV, the camera moves to cover from left to right of the court. So oh, interesting, okay. they can have a, a, a separate camera feed, assumedly, for for regular and widescreen TV, but they can't fix up where the freaking watermark's at. No, no, that's just too difficult. Too, too, too difficult, Brad. Mm. Yeah. And, uh, and lastly, Joel uh, wrote in about Prison Break. Yes. And uh, this email came in at 9.30 and 7 seconds. Oh, really? <laughs> so, Joel has really just finished watching Prison Break and run to the computer. You know what? Given Channel 9, that Channel 7 scheduling, I would suggest that it was probably not over yet. It he's, was probably before the end of it. So, he got a bit bored. And, and he, he just, and he just had that. enough, I think. He's sitting with the wireless laptop and uh, just going, I'm so angry, I'm going to write a letter to Box Cutters. He says, regarding Prison Break, really, only one thing to say, too many ads. Regards, yes. Joel. <laughs> yes. He actually, yeah, I, I, I wrote back to him and he wrote back saying it's worse than the AFL coverage up in Sydney. The oh, really? Of, yeah, the cause... amount of ads they put in. Oh. AFL coverage up in Sydney. That's what he said. Like after midnight. What ads have they got to put up? I don't know. Yeah. Apparently it's full of ads. Hmm. Hmm. So, uh, For call me now. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> probably. Uh, yeah, so that's a pity because uh, Prison Break, good show. Bad show with lots of ads. Yeah. Keep sending your uh, letters in to hooray at boxcutters.net. We'll uh, have more in the weeks to come. We really do need a thing for this. Oh, it's going to come. It's going to come. I'll have it at least. It's going to come. It's going to come. It's going to cost you a couple of bucks. This week's quotes come from last week's episode of Australia's Next Top Model. Now, Australia's Next Top Model has just entered kind of disaster zone where uh in the episode that aired last night on fox 8 uh one girl decided to leave right at the beginning of the episode okay to pursue her career in hsc oh okay (laughs) (laughs) and uh and by the end of the episode another girl had left because uh she was in danger of having a stroke Oh, really? Her because words? Because of uh, the doctor's words. Oh. <laughs> because of a tear in uh, the artery that uh, le- leads blood up to the brain. How did that happen? Uh, she was in a car Can't accident. Walk. She was in a car accident years, right. years, years ago. And uh, as I said to leaving my housemate while we were watching it, well, better that that gets diagnosed in Sydney than uh, in Hobart, which is <laughs> where, she's, where she's from. Hospitals in Hobart. Yeah. Some problems. So, uh, so what's the setup on this show? Uh, 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 is there a different person voted out each week? Or yes, yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a, a panel of experts. So they're just not going to bother for the next couple of weeks because well, no, they've no, lost two already. No, they still they still got rid of one girl last night, and uh, and now there are only four people left. They're just going to only for show six, seven apps. Uh, no, they just. I think it's only an eight week show this time, and it, really, it's not a patch on America's Next Top Model. But one of the things that I love about it is the girls are so stupid. And so I've got uh, a couple of quotes to, uh, to show that fact. Uh, let's, uh, let's, let's go with uh, model number one. Tim took us on this trek, and I'm not meaning there was no path. It was like hardcore trekking. And we were honestly going down like hills, and it was really slippery. It was scary, actually. <laughs> They're in the bush. They've gone <laughs> camping. They go on a trek. Oh, there's honestly no path. No path. Honestly. <laughs> honestly, seriously, going down hills. 
maybe she's from Melbourne. Maybe she's a flatlander and she's just not used to that. I don't know. But uh, going down hills. Let's go to model number two. Again, with the camping. The first half of it is really scary for me. Oh, shit. This glove is a bit um, hard to, like, use. I think I had two fingers in one glove hole. Two fingers in one <laughs> glove hole. Now, be fair, that could happen to anyone. Uh, yeah, yeah, you know, sure. And that, and that would ruin the camping experience. <laughs> I, well, they were, they were abseiling. They were ah, abseiling. Ah. Uh, you know, where you really need so, each finger in its individual glove hole. So was, yeah. she, was she actually saying that, that when she put the glove on, the two fingers went into the one hole and she didn't bother fixing it? And so she spent the whole day with... Two fingers, like, splintered together in a single finger on a glove no, just, while she was abseiling? Just for the period of abseiling, not the whole day. It didn't take her that long to get... But but she didn't She didn't notice it as she was putting the glove on. No, 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 because the glove is really hard to use, Brett. <laughs> <laughs> now, this, uh, this last one is, uh, is Caroline, who uh, is kind of the... Well, now she's the princess of the group because Princess Haranthi has left. Uh, she's, uh, she's talking about Carl the hairdresser. Carl, who reportedly has had some kind of affair with Madeline, another one of the cont- contestants, oh. although they both kind of deny it but smirk about it at the same time. Uh, Caroline won uh, the reward during camping and got to spend the night in a Winnebago with a, a couple of the other girls rather than spending the night in tents, and they got showers and uh, breakfast cooked for them. They also got their hair, makeup done and they had massages why have they been taken camping how, how does that relate to a model's life it doesn't <laughs> last night on the show uh they went surfing there's really very little modeling in this show it's not a patch it's, on it's, america's next top model yeah it's just blatantly you know trying to create some drama by knowing how they'll put on the gloves with our interior yeah and because- if, if it's happening now aren't they shooting at the wrong time of the year shouldn't they do it during fashion week somewhere I think it's gonna. It's supposed to end during Fashion Week. I don't know. Who the hell knows? Anyway, uh, apparently uh, Carl, one of the hairdressers, who uh, you know maybe been kissing Madeline, maybe not, uh, wandered into the Winnebago one night, and this gets one of the Aussiest quotes I think we're gonna hear on television this year. Listen right at the end. Last night when I was in bed. Carl came into um, the van and he sat on my bed and he was talking to me and um, there's no way in hell I was flirting with him at all. I felt she was flirting with me. I'd rather get with a fucking dog's arsehole than him. (laughs) Yeah, it doesn't get more Aussie than that. And that is quotes from Australia's Next Top Model. Man, there's some really bad radio shows on, but you know they're really, really bad when they have to be a podcast that, like, absolutely no, not even the shittiest community radio station in the world can play them, and they have to do a podcast. Helen? Oh, hi, I'm John Safran, and you're listening to Box Cutters. It's a podcast where all the winners are. (laughs) (laughs) And that brings us to the end of episode 21 of Box Cutters. Already? Already. So soon. So soon. Time flies that's true and you know anyone who watched supernatural this week will know how much that actually means time really does fly Mm. Mm. spooky so this has been spooky episode 21 of box cutters 
I think I watched Supernatural. I can't remember what it was. Yeah, but you watched three weeks ago Supernatural. No, 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 no. You, watched, your... you watched the premiere episode of Supernatural. You... You're still catching up on uh, on some Johnny Carson shows <laughs> with your taping schedule. <clears throat> no, I'm just trying to get those Jackie Gleason ones out of the way before I get on the Johnny Carson. Oh, that's, that's better than your usual. I'm not that far behind. I'm yet. Yet. <laughs> and, uh, and on that Jackie Gleason note, away we go. Thank you very much to uh, Channel 7 who, uh, who you know gave us lots of information for this episode of the Vox Cutters. Who knows what they're doing with their time. Uh Thanks very much to Channel 9, who, you know, continually entertain us with their panic stations, uh, throwing stuff at walls. Thank you very much to Triple R, whose studios we use for recording box cutters. Next week, episode 22, huh? Two Ducks Swimming. My name <laughs> is Josh Canal. Ross McQueen. I continue to be Brett Cropley. And until next week, catch us. Same bat time, same bat channel. And hey, let's be careful out there. You know what? Oh, I forgot all about that. Uh, we've got to do the whole show over again, Brett. <laughs> no.